0: Today on Your Wellness, we'll be talking about removing away tension. It's often thought that pain can only be removed with medication. However, we have some guests today that are offering alternative therapy to help remove that pain. If you're experiencing any discomfort right now, you won't want to miss this episode. So stay tuned for Your Wellness. Hi, I'm excited to introduce my first guest, Janine Saunders. Janine is the owner of Pilates Pro. She's a professionally trained physiotherapist, a fascia and movement therapist. And I'm always intrigued about different types of treatments for pain. Um, As we age, certain things are happening, or maybe we have a sports injury. There's a lot of reasons why we might come to see you. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So can you explain the difference between fascia and
1: movement therapy? They're pretty much the same. Uh, when we when we look at the fascia or the connective tissue in the body, we're trying to um, source out the root cause of a problem. So somebody comes in to see us with some form of uh, chronic pain or dysfunctional movement patterns, um, and we look at the way they move to understand where maybe the, the block or the adhesions are in the tissue um, and work on releasing that through different methods that we use either hands-on one of the physios or the massage therapist will use their hands um, to treat the body or we'll use um, tools such as soft rollers or balls to manipulate the tissue to release the, the adhesions to get them to move better. What inspired you to open up a studio to offer this type of service? Uh, well, it was uh, actually back working in private practice in a physiotherapy clinic um, that I found we were really great as physiotherapists in treating acute conditions. That's mm-hmm. how we're trained, but we really, um, we really were not successful in treating a lot of chronic conditions. And uh, a chronic condition is anything that's longer than six months. So um, I found working with Pilates and in teaching group classes, I was able to provide the body with an understanding of functional movement patterns. And then later on, um, really dove into fascial therapy and, and took a lot of postgraduate courses. Um, to certify myself at a, at a higher level of understanding connective tissue that I was never trained in understanding in physiotherapy. So you're talking about connective tissue, so is that the fascia we're talking about? Yes. So what is fascia and how come
0: we're not talking about it more often?
1: Fascia is one of those terms where we're still um, learning about connective tissue or fascia or the extracellular matrix of the body it really is if you think about um, what supports our body and gives integrity in the body that is our connective tissue that is the fascia so um, if we were to remove the bones, the blood uh, nerves, um, muscles if we were to remove all of that we would have a sleeping bag casing of ourselves which is the enteric system or the connective tissue What's really important to note about the connective tissue is it links the brain to the body, mm. so it is our brain that moves our body, not just individual body parts working individually. Um, so the the um, connective tissue or the fascia provides support and stability. It also is tensile, so it moves very dynamically. It's not static like a scaffold. It's, uh, it's really just uh, very tensile in, in moving and really helps the body understand where the body is in space through the nerve endings called proprioceptors in the connective tissue and also helps the, the brain also coordinate and, um, and and focus on that functional pattern of movement, making it more efficient to move.
0: Well, I find that fascinating because as a, as a trainer myself, I never really put the, the two together in that sequence and see how valuable it was. And I'm, I'm really curious about
1: what, what are these things you have on the table here. This is just a demonstration that comes from Thomas Myers. Thomas Myers uh, has uh, studied the connective tissue very in depthly, and what we have here is just a just a tensile um, model to show how connective tissue can kind of ebb and flow. So it's three dimensional in, in in a sense, and here the um, the nerves and the blood vessels innervate um, the connected tissue. This here is, a, is an interesting model, too, in that um, it really demonstrates how moving one part of the body stresses or um, encourages movement in another area of the body, too. So when we're treating a body, what we'll look at is somebody comes in with like shoulder pain or neck pain. Very rarely do we go to that area of the body. We're going to start to understand where um, limited range of motion is in another area of the body and work on that and generally what happens in most people's bodies is that neck or shoulder issue that they were complaining of is actually a symptom not a cause so right. it's it's very very interesting when we start to tap into the connective tissue or the fascia of a person's body now also what can limit movement when we're talking about connective tissue is active aging just getting older in our bodies mm-hmm. but also repetitive movements and sedentary postures such as sitting in a chair so this can also compress and dehydrate hydrate connective tissue when that happens joints become compressed um, also blood vessels nerve endings so we lose circulation we lose that proprioceptive feedback so the brain forgets in a sense where that hip is where that shoulder is and we tend to trip maybe as we get older so the risk of falls increases as we get older all sorts of things tend to happen There's a lot going on inside our bodies, isn't there? Yeah, it's really fascinating. I I, I absolutely love my job. (laughs) I can
0: tell. And how can people support their fascia
1: in a healthy way? Just like we go to the gym and we train our muscles and we want to get strong in our muscles, we need to train our fascia and there's so many different forms and methods of of treating fascia using harder EVA rollers and soft rollers, mm. soft balls in the hands and the feet. It's very doable and for most of our clients that come in and see us, it's a simple 10 minutes a day to manipulate the connected tissue, to rebalance the nervous system, the autonomic nervous system, which is responsible for everything we don't think about, which is breathing, heart rate, blood, blood flow, organ function, hormone function, um, just to pre- pre- provide like a, a, a baseline or a, a more neutral way of, of being in the body. So everything is just responding so much better. Well, I'm so excited to learn of your type of therapy
0: because as you know, I have scoliosis and I came to you with uh, some unique pain and I didn't understand why I couldn't get rid of it with my own training. And then you explained how different uh, body parts are firing off at different times and maybe I'm not... Doing something properly even the way I'm walking or how I'm stretching so it's it's quite fascinating how we can
1: there there is a treatment to help support that pain and And it's self-care I think that's one of the most important things that people have to understand is you don't need to see a therapist for this you can be taught how to self-care and if you're self-caring it empowers you but you're also more consistent Mm -hmm. with that so I, I, I just find that's that's something that somebody needs to do on a daily basis that's a great message, Janine, and I'm so glad you were here to talk
0: to, it, to us today. Hi, and welcome back. I'd like to introduce to you my next guest, Joanne McKee. Hi, Joanne. Hi. Joanne is a registered physiotherapist. I'm excited to have you here today. Thank you. To share with us some <coughs> alternative therapies for some of us that might be struggling with movement or pain,
2: mm-hmm. can you explain to us what is physiotherapy and how does it relate to fascia? Well, within, within physiotherapy, what we do is we assess movement. So, how somebody's able to, to get into certain positions, their pain, posture, strength of muscles, things like that. Where I used to work in a traditional type of setting, and um, where, the, where we didn't really talk much about fascia we didn't really know much about fascia so now lately in learning more about what the fascial system is and how it influences or affects movement we've been able to incorporate that a little bit more in our practice so for me when someone comes in and I do an assessment on them I'm looking more at the quality of the movement and if the movement that's happening should be happening the way it is. If the sequence of movements are normal, if I'm picking up tone, if I'm noticing some muscles that are more atrophied or if there's wasting of a muscle where Mm -hmm. there shouldn't be and I can relate that with some other things that I test like muscle strength and range of motion, then I can kind of put two and two together that there is something going on. I use my hands a lot to, Mm -hmm. to assess the integrity just, just to feel how muscles are right. a lot of um, what we call knots in muscles it's a buildup of adhesions within the fascia so when the, if the fascia becomes adherent the muscles not able to move properly mm-hmm. it feels like a knot in the muscle and that in itself will limit the way somebody's moving so from there we can talk about um, how to fix that mm-hmm. or how to make it better through exercise through manual therapy Um, And a lot of what I do is education. Just Mm -hmm. filling, just explaining how the body works, how it moves, and what muscle imbalances are present gives the patient a lot. It empowers the patient a lot in understanding what's going on. And a lot of them will say, okay, finally I found somebody who understands what's going through. You've just explained to me why my body is feeling the way it is just by doing some postural evaluation and a few tests. And it's just, it's really neat how... Treating the fascia and understanding how it works is making patients better. I found the old way of doing things, mm-hmm. and like I know when we graduate from university we 're very limited in our knowledge, and all the courses that we take postgradually is what gives us the, our toolbox of, of things that we use in practice. But ever, all the courses I 've taken that are related to fascia have just opened up my um, My perspective and just my ability to help people and get them to that point of um, of healing I guess to get them better like I found I was limited before right. in getting people to a certain point and now I can get them that that one step it was like a missing link okay. in, in how I was treating people before so so learning more about fascias actually made you um, able to treat them more successfully yes. and I feel more competent okay. actually because Sorry, I have people leaving saying feeling a lot more um, satisfied right. and happy, and a lot more people are leaving saying, "Wow, like I feel a lot better." So
0: we're no longer treating the symptom; that's more right, like getting to the root. Yes, well,
2: and looking at the body as a whole. And how has your practice
0: developed over the years? Are you are you seeing a change in and what's going on in your industry?
2: Yes, because there's a lot more people that are are recognizing the importance of the fascia and how that connective tissue um, affects. The, our movement, mm-hmm. but um, there's not, uh, not every physiotherapist is aware of what's going on. It's not something they teach us in university, so right. we have to be open-minded to these new things and then take that step to go learn and be a little bit more creative, I guess. Well, I like
0: this type of therapy because it, it might um, re- It might avoid us from taking any medication Mm -hmm. that
2: might have a side effect and I can't see uh, exercising having a lot of bad side effects. And I actually have quite a few patients that come in that have had chronic pain. So most of the people that I see have had chronic pain and a lot of them it's like from something that happened years ago. Mm. So whether it be a pulled muscle in their back or a sprained ankle that they'll develop a dysfunctional movement pattern afterwards because it's the way that your body is just going to respond to an injury you're going to go into protection mode muscles will go into spasm and even after the injury heals they keep moving or we will keep moving in that dysfunctional way unless somebody identifies what the imbalance is and uh, shows you how to fix it how to restore proper balance in some muscles that are either inhibited wake them up the ones that are facilitated get Mm -hmm. them to to shut off a little bit and not participate as much and then um, that will help somebody get back on track and most of them come in saying I'm looking for something else to help me with my pain because I'm I'm done taking medication. I don't want to take medication anymore, I've been taking it for years Mm -hmm. and I feel that this is going to help me take care of myself through exercise and I want to be able to turn to an exercise for pain relief as opposed to turn to a bottle of Advil. Sounds like a good idea to yeah, me. Yeah, it so, works. It
0: really does work. You're reminding me of someone who might have a knee injury who's, who's protecting that knee for years and then out of that protection they're damaging the other knee. Yep. And so that kind of therapy would help for something like that. Absolutely. So what type of movement do you no longer take for granted?
2: Oh, geez. Well, in terms of one thing that I've learned, because I work a lot with older adults mm-hmm. and I actually have three patients right now that are 100 years old really and all three of them are still ambulatory they still walk around they use a walker but they still walk around and they are all keen on doing balance exercises with me and one thing that they all say the reason why they are still doing as well as they are now is because they haven't stopped moving so if we all strive to get into our our late years the more you move the better you're going to feel but you need to be moving properly and not in this dysfunctional way in order to get there and still be on your feet. So there's moving and then there's moving properly.
0: Exactly. Now, what brought these 300-year-old individuals to you in the first place?
2: Well, I see them in a long-term care home. Oh, okay. Well, that's fantastic that you can go to them. Yep. Do you find that very rewarding? Yes. Now, how do you... um,
0: how do you, so you sound like a busy lady, so how do you establish work-life balance? Because this is always a very important question to try and uh, inspire other people to make sh- make time for their personal health. So you seem to be very passionate about the health of others. Yep. How do you maintain your
2: own personal health? Well, I have a very supportive husband, number one, <laughs> to help out with the kids and to help with um, my own uh, health, I guess we could say. Um... So I'm very much into exercising myself, eating healthy, that kind of stuff. So my philosophy is I can't take care of myself, I can't take care of anybody else. So that's number one. In the morning before my kids get up, I am downstairs doing my workouts and then I can tackle the day head on. And it's great because then when I explain things to patients, I can understand what they feel when they say, oh, I was so sore afterwards. I'm like, yeah, but that's Mm -hmm. because you're waking up this muscle that you haven't used in so long. So you're walking the walk and talking the talk. Exactly. Trying
0: to. (laughs) That's fantastic. Well, thanks for coming on the show. you. You're giving us a better understanding about what physiotherapy is and how important it is to long life and and, um, independence, I think. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Well, that's all the time we have on your wellness this week. I'd like to thank my guests, Janine Saunders, Owen McGinn, and Joanne McGee for providing us with amazing information on how we can alleviate pain by learning how to move our bodies appropriately and incorporating a few new exercises into our daily routine. For more information on today's show, please visit my Facebook page at New Day Wellness. Thanks for making wellness a priority. We'll see you next week on Your Wellness.